This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. This is episode number 49 of Friend or Foe and number 8 of the new show. In this episode, I very proudly welcome Scream Queen and indie horror darling Victoria DeMar. And Victoria is a badass. She is a lot of fun. We had a really good time discussing all things uh, crazy and zany in the industry, including the time she almost appeared in Deadpool and Glee and uh, a lot of shenanigans that she pulled on set. (laughs) She uh, was really fun to have in the studio. She is also a recording artist. She released a single, which is a freaking awesome uh, rock single called Raw, which I will be playing for you in this episode. So keep your ears tuned. Here we go. Go! 
hear that? Those voices in your head that are making merry mirth, music, and mayhem? Don't worry. Those voice demons inside your noggin are being made by those two musical mischief makers, Zach Selwyn and Missy Pyle. Sure, they might make a mess in there, but much like Kelly Clarkson's romantic spirit, it will be a beautiful disaster. Missy and Zach might bang as a mighty waterfall of waka waka, a veritable comedy cornucopia, a treasure trove of talking dirty, a magical myriad of maniacal mania. Subscribing, <laughs> subscribing to the show will provide you a ticket to ride the hilarity train with stops at Laugh Town, Chuckle Junction, and Guffaw Gulch. Subscribe and listen to Missy and Zach Might Bang on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcast apps. Their show is part of the Unqualified Media family. I love Missy Pyle. Missy Pyle. She's I'm great, right? I'm a fucking fan, yeah. She's she's, great. she's fantastic. I um I worked very briefly with her on a um on a short film a number of years mm. ago, and she's just she's hilarious, man. You never know what you're gonna what you're gonna get with her. Yeah, so. she's excellent. And speaking of, you never know what you're gonna get. Uh, mm. Who is wearing a, a shirt with naughty across yes. the top right now? Is my very special guest Victoria Demare. Welcome, Demare. Oh, oh no, I did the it. Axe is coming oh, no. out now. I'm going to have oh. to kill you, friend or foe? Foe. Oh, foe. No. oh no. Oh no. Well, there it went. My all of my nerd cred right out the window. It's okay. You know, I'm so I, sorry, I, Victoria. Demar. Uh, you know, I get Demar, I get Demare, I get Demar. You know, it's kind of yes, a hit or miss thing. And I totally, I, you know, I'm I've been doing this new little show on YouTube and mentioning people and crediting people, and I'm sure that I'm mispronouncing like everyone's name. And I totally said on the last episode, like if I'm totally, if I'm offending you, like I get offended. I totally understand. Like it's so frustrating when some idiot mispronounces your name. I'm like, message me, comment. If you know, if you are the person I'm talking about that's watching this, tell me what an idiot I am and tell me how to pronounce your name because I know how that feels. So it's totally yeah. understandable. I, I am. I am so sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm not worthy. I'm, Get I'm bowing down. to you right now. Down on your hands yeah. and knees. Okay, we, me, can, we're gonna, we can be friends since you, you went there. You can put me in All translator. Right. Um, yes. <laughs> she's very excited about that. We can definitely be friends. <laughs> Wee! You know, I don't have the panties that match this oh, shirt anymore. I'm sorry to hear I, that. I, I won't tell the story about what happened to them, but it, it was it was interesting. I'm uh, I'm I'm very I'm in awe of all your your majesty of tats. Because it said uh, oh thank you it said naughty and the panty said nice I forgot to leave that out that was the good oh, part. Oh <laughs> I Because I would have flashed you my nice but uh, I'm not wearing them. You know I had that conversation with myself in my head and it, it just didn't come out. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh my. Um, so Victoria, um, yeah. we are supposed to be in a movie together. Um, if, if it ever gets made, <laughs> I, I surely hope it does. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yes, that's always. Has the that hope. happened to you as many times as it's happened to me? Oh my God, all the time, <laughs> all the time. My best friend is always like, "Yeah, is this one really gonna go?" And I'm like, "You know, that's the hope. You know, you just sure. y- it just it just happens all the time. I mean, I literally get contacted for things." On a weekly basis, and I'm always like, I'm in. So, but you know, you're. Let's in. do it. Yeah. yeah. So it's because you never know which one is really actually going to. The be one made. I'm uh, talking about, listeners, is uh, is a, a pretty awesome movie called Happy Ending. Hopefully, oh. you'll get to see it. Please throw just piles of money at us. Seriously, yes. we we would really lo- love to make it. It also stars uh, Maria Olsen it does. and um, is Angie Brad Maya. Potts in it too. Brad, Potts, Brad Potts. That's right. Makes an appearance in there. Dude, it's going to be off the hizzle. Even uh, there's another good one in there too. Um, Jill, work with me here. Who am I talking about? Jill Lynn. I'm going to say something. I'm totally. I think I'm mis- mispronouncing uh, her uh, name. Uh, she was in a film of mine that was just released in theaters, and she had a great scene. She was really, really good in it. And I was like, Oh my God, J- Jill! I think her first name is Jill. She's in. She's in it too. 
yeah. happy ending. It's, There's it's some gonna good be, ones. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. I do. Once we actually make it. I, you know, the, the table read was like a couple of years ago. I yeah. attended that. And uh, <laughs> um, the merchandising was really great. I got a great calendar, the only calendar that I have of myself actually on it. And he gave me the month of October, which I was like, thank you so much. Because that <laughs> right. was that, like, either like October or like April, which is my favorite month of the year. But he gave me October, which was the best. For sure. Uh, shouts to you, Phil. Um, we're, yes. we're pulling for you. It's it's going to happen. We're we're uh, we're going to pull it off after this show. <laughs> there, we're just going to get huge heaps of money. That's thrown, right. Throw it at the at the Patreon page. Um, by the way, I'm creating a Patreon page. It's it's not oh. it's not quite done yet, but uh, it's going to be pretty pretty awesome. Actually, if you want to do a plug for the Patreon, uh, yes, I w- I was told recently uh, to d- to do my own page, and why don't I have I'm, one? And I was like, get on it. I, yeah, I'm like way more. No, it's seriously an to, incredible resource. It, it truly, it. truly is, right, especially then. as active as you are on social media and yeah. all that. I mean, it's it really is gold because you can you can create kind of whatever tiers you want. Mm-hmm. Let me show you my nice, and it's ah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. Subscribe to me for twenty dollars a month, and yeah, you know, that, that's, mm, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's really, it's really good. It's really good. I, I, it's on the list. It literally is on the list. I have. You know, post-its and lists, and it's on there. Doing okay. it, I'm totally doing it. There's a lot of naughty and nice on my social media already. So you know, and and you know, every once in a while, I, I'll tweet something. You know, donations are always kindly accepted with my PayPal address, and every once in a while, I'll get a deposit. So it's you never great. Know. So uh, the, I need to get on this site here. Yeah, pa- pa- Patreon. Is that how you pronounce Patreon, it? Patreon. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't want to mispronounce you, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. There is so much I want to talk to you about. Yikes. Just just uh, heaps of amazing projects that you've worked on. But first, because I'm a super nerd, I got to talk about Deadpool. Like I know you were only on it for a second, but right. please tell me everything. Well, the scene that I was actually in that was really, really, really fucking awesome. In your notes, we can swear on the show, right? Because I kind of have yeah. a yes, mouth oh, like yeah. a worse than a sailor, so it's going to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every go ahead. Word. The thing that was really exciting was I had this massive fe- featured scene on the stage in the club, in the strip club. Um, I played a stripper many, many, many times in my career, and I love it. I love those roles. I love the stripper and the crack whore and the prostitute and, and everything else that, that goes with that. Um pool of characters so I was really really excited because I was like "Eh, I'm gonna shine my ass off literally in this one you know and it was such you know such an epic opportunity and the the entire scene got cut it's happened to me many many times in my career I'm a nerd and a geek also and I love that that's a compliment to all the nerds and the geeks out there yeah in my opinion but I love um, musicals and I loved the show Glee and I had a role and I had a part and I had an episode on that show um, which was cut. And there's nothing worse than, you know, Fox doesn't tell you, hey, Victoria, tomorrow, we lie. No, you're on the no, editor no. room floor. They don't give you that They courtesy. don't give you no. that heads up. I mean, if you're working on a low-budget independent film and you create a relationship with the filmmakers and producers, sure. you could say, can you send me some footage, send me some cut for my reel, whatever, boom, boom, boom. You know, big studios don't do that. And especially if you're, a you know, a peon like me so <laughs> in their system. So 
you know, they didn't sit in there watching it with my friends. <laughs> the episode, we're getting drunk. I have the scene with the two stars. You know, I'm literally playing the nerdy hula hoop girl, nerded out glasses. You wouldn't even that's recognize fantastic. me. It was so fucking awesome because I was like, everyone's going to be like, that's not even you. I'm like, this is going to launch my like comedic, like mainstream character career. And this is going to be like, <laughs> and it was like, I was the girl, like the nerd in the hula hoop girl club. And they were making fun of the fact that this is even a club. And like, we were serious motherfuckers in there about all the hula hooping and the whole thing where it wasn't just hula hooping around the waist it was the neck the arms the wrist the elbows the knees the foot the ankle and like I could do all those things and and like the whole scene would start on me or whatever like every time and I was sweat I'm a sweater anyway but I was sweating so many bullets through my shirt which I was very happy that my little white button down little uh, collared shirt with had a cardigan over it because I was literally like it was it was like pit stains demar it was just <laughs> disgusting yeah. on the set I was like oh my god because I was so nervous and every time they were like keep it going and I did not ever want to fuck up the shot sure, and lose right. the thing so I had this whole epic scene it was so great fucking was cut and I'm sitting there watching the show with all my friends we're all like yeah and then since I knew the script I knew the episode I knew that the the page after mine yeah. was happening on the screen right. that I was like, oh my God, you guys. And I just totally cried. I mean, I was literally sure. like totally just like crying and embarrassed and everything. I was like, oh my God. So it happens all the time. So I didn't cry this time. I was just like, fuck. But, yeah. you know. Son of a bitch. What are you, you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? That's happened Fox. to me a million times. Fox um, does this thing with I, me. I did work on that show a couple times, you know, as a background. No shame, no shame. I, I love that I show. Had a, I had a featured bit as a mime. That's in awesome. one episode, if you can believe it. I'm so jealous. <laughs> and you didn't pretty... make the cutting room floor? Uh, no. I mean, I only That's showed amazing. up in a few little little sparse moments, you know, as as it usually happens. But it was it was a great day. It was a yeah. it was a very it was a you know it was a quick beat day. Like we were in and out in like five six hours or whatever. Oh, Those okay. are the days I love, you know. Because we were we were all in costume, we got to know each other very well, um, very quickly, and then got in there, did our thing, and they had an actual the the teacher that was the mime teacher in in the episode was also teaching us. That is very cool. <laughs> so it was it was pretty great. I learned some, you know, all the little. I love mime. I studied mime in college. I love. I mean, it was kind of an easy A class, especially being like a professional dancer and an actor. And so it was like mime was like an elective, you know, you could take. And I was just like so into it. It was so I I loved it. It was great. It was one of my favorite classes, especially when we had like pieces that we had to perform and everything. I would go crazy for that. I love mime. Did you have any interaction with the stars, Corey and Leah? Because I did. Because I had a scene with them, and it was very interesting. Very extremely brief. Like they they came over and you know I mean they were they were very much in the scene with us you know, um, but it, they came over and shook our hands and said hello and stuff which was very nice. Really, then, even Leah did. Uh, no, no, no. Not Leah, her. Leah was, was uh, it was it was uh, it was Corey. Yeah, he's a sweet, he was a sweetheart. And Chris, Corey and Chris. Nice. Yeah. I cried terribly when when Corey OD'd and died because Darren. Sorry. Darren Chris, yeah. Nice. Yeah, right. Um because he, he Corey was an incredibly nice person and since I had a scene with the with the two of them and I was also very nervous, you know, we had a lot of downtime, you go into the little craft service room or whatever and like he would come in there and talk to me and be like, "You're so good in this scene. Oh my god, you're so good. You're so funny." Well, like, hey, how you doing? And just talking to me like blah blah blah, blah. and I was just like blah, 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 blah. I get so starstruck. It's like ridiculous. And she was like 
of total they were both total professionals and everything was amazing but he was like just the warmest like sweetheart mm-hmm. and like talking to everyone and was so like and she was all like she's not to be looked at and the, even and I'm like how do I not look at her I'm having interaction with her and it's like she's well, got to put a bag over my yeah, head I like, guess when you're not in the scene don't look at her you know like and she doesn't talk to anyone so and it's it was really just, like that I've heard just, all the stories uh, and okay br- the abrasive energy like when she came into the room and you were like Ugh, what, what's happening and That's then you so turn awful. around and she's standing there and you're like oh I mean she was literally a cunt I mean I love that word oh, so I'm just gonna no. use it she was a cunt but um, I mean great I mean she's great but unfortunately I hear that all the time like <laughs> Any any stories I've ever heard about Leah is just like they, they just couldn't stand to work with her. That's really sad. Thought... It's really sad that you you know why why do you need to be like that? Right? Seriously? Why? Why? I've uh, I've told all my friends you know if I ever make it if I ever you know if I ever get famous whatever, um, just you know if I'm being a douchebag just please punch me in the face. Just, yeah. Seriously, just punch me right in the fucking nose because there's no sense in being like that. There's a you everybody's got to come up man right you know i mean we've we've all we're all doing our things i've got this podcast it's going to make me very famous very very soon so you know once i get there um of you course. know you got to have some humbleness about well yeah and just it's just like old school like my mom always used to say you can always attract more bees with honey like just to be a nice person and to be nice yep. to someone like you could save someone's life like someone could be so down and depressed you don't even know what's going on and like it could be anticipating going home and killing themselves but since you took the time of day to be like hey and like spoke to them or made them laugh they changed their mind like it just and it doesn't cost anything just to be nice to people so that's right there's that's a lot right, of there's a lot of shitty fucked up motherfuckers up there and i just think that they should stop being haters and stop being mean horrible people just for the sake of being mean because like it doesn't it doesn't behoove you. It's only going to come back onto you. You're hurting someone, and it's like, be nice. Like, hello. I just, I hate that. So many people get so ugly on social media, and I get so over that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The bullying and stuff like that. I mean, people kill themselves. Like, children, like, take their lives over relentless, like, you know, horror that's not, like, fun like what we do, but, like, mental, like, turmoil and, like, <laughs> take their little lives and they're, like, eight years old. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. It's going too far. Unbelievable. And we keep getting more stories about it. And, yeah. you know, it's just senseless ridiculousness. That yeah. just doesn't need to happen. Just right. be nice to people. Yeah. Please. Be nice. Come on, guys. Or otherwise you're going to have to answer to Victoria DeMar. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to want to. That's right. She's ferocious, oh. let me tell you, guys. Ooh. Growling. All right, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the label Scream Queen. Do you do you embrace that? Is it something it. That, do you? I love it. I love it. I'm a Scream Queen fan um of a lot of, of women in my genre and in that genre when I was a little girl. So uh I'm I just always kind of laugh because it's like me, like <laughs> really, like awesome. Like I think it's great. I think it's an honor. I think it's um, horror films really have the only they're the only genre that really have that place for women, for lack of a better word. Like help me out here, Devlin. Like that, like tag for a woman or that like honor for a woman because it's like you know in drama and comedy and action and all those things, it's just like well, it's the leading lady and the leading man. But to be a screen queen is right. like a whole, like, that's a well, whole other thing. Well, it's like a horror ingenue, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a badge there of honor. Go. There for you sure. go. For sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And and you lead a, a long a long pack of other <laughs> incredible actresses that are that yeah. are out there doing it. You know, Tiff, uh, Tiffany Sheppes. Love and, her. Um, Big fan. Who is very, very sweet. I've met her in, at a number of conventions and things. And she's, she's always hoot. super cool. Um, she's a hoot. She's awesome. She's awesome. Awesome in person. Awesome on screen. I'm a fan. Uh, yeah. You know, like I'm a I'm I'm a fan of a lot of my like colleagues and stuff like that. Where it's like, 
I, um, Jamie Bernadette, I'm a big fan of, and she's uh. a, a friend and a colleague of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, when she met me, when she met, she was the producer on one of the films that we've worked together on. And when she came in, she met me, and she was all like, Victoria Demar, oh my God, I feel like I'm meeting a movie star. And I was laughing so hard, and we were both laughing so hard because I was like, I felt like the same way. I was like, oh my God, Jamie. Like, you know, like, it's, yeah, so it's one of those, it's one of those things. I uh, I was super sad actually. I auditioned for I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu. Oh, so did I. I Those very, bastards. Did you? Yeah. Uh, well, Jamie so got my part. <laughs> yeah. You know that happens with a lot of your sure. like colleagues and stuff like that. Like she'll get it, I'll get it, they'll get it. Like you know, it, it happens all the time. And uh, you know, it's it, which makes me happy because we're all out there working and everyone's getting a turn. And okay, she got that one, I got this one, what have you. Um, but and we all seem to be supportive of each other's work too. I I feel like. Screen Queen is such a community because it's such a a niche, you know, like in film and in the horror genre or whatever. So it's kind of like a like community, like family. There's not a lot of like kind of like going on. Um, yeah, cause I I mean maybe there is there. I mean there is a little bit of that. What am I saying? There absolutely is a little bit of that. But I I, I, find... I have I have a story that I can't share. <laughs> I won't I won't share any names with you. It was on Deja Vu or the. It audition? wasn't. No 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 no. I unfortunately didn't get to work on it. Good. Me neither. Good night. I, got my part. I really wanted to. <laughs> As we talked about earlier, we've been connected to Happy Ending for, you know, two years or whatever it's been for now. I shared with Maria that I got the audition. She'd been posting all over her Facebook that she was really excited about this resurgence of this movie that that she had this audition for. And, of course, she couldn't say what it was. And I messaged her and said, I'm going into audition for, you know, Deja Vu. And she was like, yeah, that's the movie I've been talking about. And then, of course, she got it. You know, congratulations to her. I'm so proud when I see my friends working and holy crap Maria yeah. is just kicking ass taking names all over the place I'm oh, so absolutely. so happy for her I love her I love Maria we've worked together on a couple films and we're slated to work together on several and um, I had had coffee with her I forget what we were even like talking about and we were both I was telling her about this big audition that I had and I'd had a call back or whatever and she was talking about it too and then she mentioned that it was or maybe I mentioned that it was I Spit on Your Grave or whatever Deja Vu and she was like oh, that's the film I was auditioning for. And then I thought the same thing, and she got the part. When she got the part, I was like, that's awesome. And then I yeah. was like, fuck, I would have heard. Who the fuck got my part? And then I was all like, oh, it's <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, I love you. Right. So. Yeah, she's super cool. Yeah, she was um, at this fashion show. I caught up with her at, nice. um, at one of the clubs here in Hollywood. I, you know, everybody was taking pictures, of course. There were photographers there. But I happened to be on the second floor taking some photos. And um, I, I tweeted them. And she just couldn't get it. She was like, thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. You know, she was very... Uh, very sweet about it. She's awesome. Um, she's working like a mad woman too. Like, I mean, she's just, she's worked on so many films, like in 2016 or something like that, that she was like honored at some like award ceremony for sure. film and stuff like that. Like, um, it's it, and she is a sweetheart. And like, she'll she'll like message me and be like. I was watching your scenes again in our film, and it was just so good. I just can't believe this is so good. And it, and when it's coming from someone that you really like and respect, then you're like, okay, wow, like cool, like okay, um, it's good. I'm gonna it feels do it. Really people good. are gonna like it. Yeah. And it was one of these scenes where like I saw a clip of like the teaser trailer, and in one of the moments, I was like, oh my god, what was that? What was that? I was horrifying. And then I realized when I went back and looked, that was me. When you don't <laughs> even recognize yourself, then right. you know, then you know you're getting somewhere if you're. Uh, if you're a character actor <laughs> for sure how much do you love special effects makeup oh i love it i absolutely love it i love it i mean i have to love it because getting into batty boop took five hours a day i every day. 
I mean, that is... <laughs> and two and a half hours to get out of it every day. Wow. I'm. <laughs> it's so incredible, that, that character. And, and you just played the hell out of it. Thank it's you. Just, I um, love her. Yeah. I very, love her. very awesome. She, that was a really amazing opportunity. And the June 30-ish... June 30-ish, like maybe to June 10th, excuse me, July 10th-ish, the Batty Boop uh, dolls, the little action figures, will no be kidding? available. Yeah, I've been, the sculpts have been approved. I haven't posted anything on social media, really announced anything yet, so this is kind of like This is first, an exclusive? This is kind of like Sweet. the exclusive first, first thing. But, the, but it's been confirmed between when we were discussing it. It's about 30 to 40 days away, maybe even 45 days away. Who's, that the, who's making be available. those? Uh, Full Moon Toys is releasing... Uh -huh. Uh, the Batty Boop uh, resin doll statue. Um, the parts on it don't actually move like an action figure, but it's like action figure size. Uh, it will come in a box, um, so you can choose to, if you're one of those nerdy collect collectors like me that collects things and always keeps it in the box, you know, and never like takes Points it out. itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, that That's one of those that you're going to that you want to want to collect because it does actually come in its own little box and stuff. So. Oh, man. That'd See, really cool. I maybe should have had you on later so I could have had you <laughs> sign it. You'll have to come oh, back, right? Oh, I will. You'll I have would to totally come, come back, back and sign I'll one I'll come back me. all the time. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow. Oh, hey, I mean, I like, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll come back. Please, all the time. anytime. Yeah, <laughs> you know where we are now. So yes, you know, and it's funny because I walked around the side of the building too because I knew that the theater was there. But then you were th about the cafe or whatever, and so I was like, oh, okay, so I'll wait here. We're and we're in the back cave over here. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's a little secret. It's, it's secret. <sighs> yeah, so that's really exciting, and it's from now. People have recognized the fans, the real mega fans that pay attention. That Betty Boop's makeup um, did change a little bit between three, four, and five, and the sculpt was based on her appearance and her makeup in Killjoy Psycho Circus, the final film that we did, the fifth film. The makeup artist who did, uh, my, well, Tom Devlin and John Lachago had created the design of Batty Boop um, from, from way, way back years ago. But um, uh, Felicia um, Galamella did the uh, artwork on me, did the painting full body herself without an assistant. Uh, on the other films, there were other assistants and people assisting, uh, several people in in the room getting me ready. And um, and she did all that work in the same amount of time, I'd like to add, uh, all by herself. So I'm really, really happy for Faith. That's I love unbelievable. You, <laughs> That's incredible. Yes. It is incredible that one person did all that, that in the same amount of time. Yeah, unbelievable. And whether it was four people, five people, or one person, it, that it makeup doesn't, it took doesn't the matter. same it's, amount of time. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's an unbelievable <laughs> amount of work. And, um, and for both parties, because yes. you have to stay so still, like yes. a blink out of place, and they, you know, it's another 45 minutes of work. Because yeah, and you, you can't you sit down. No. If full body, you're there. I mean, it's exactly right. It's like yoga. I mean, I would literally go yep. in there and do like yoga, like breathing and like try and think in a meditative, like yoga, like state because I literally had to stand spread legged arms spread still for five hours. I couldn't sit. I mean, I would move around as she was doing certain things, but I couldn't sit down because then we'd have to touch up and that would take more time. And of they course. would, they would try and tell me every time, nah, Victoria, we're going to be able to get, it'll take two, two, two and a half max. It's going to be done. And I'm like, no, look, man, <laughs> we've done three. We already did two films. This is the third film. It's going to take five hours no matter. And she was like, I can do it. Um, Cause she trained under Tom Devlin, who was on mm. face off and had a school and yeah. shop and everything going on in, in, uh, in Las Vegas. And, so I mean, she, and she was like his star student, and he was like, "She can do it," because he wasn't actually he was working on something else where he couldn't come from Vegas to be in LA when we shot, and she was like, "I can do it." And she 
and I met her beforehand too. And he was like, she can do it. And she, she was rock and roll. It was awesome. It was That's awesome. amazing. But I mean, during lunch, it was lay down time, lay down, roll around or whatever, because then I could get touched up and whatever. Um, and a lot of the time factor on the fifth one on Psycho Circus, we were moving so quickly. Um, John Lachago wanted to incorporate into the studio, into the story, excuse me, um, and it was really, really hot in the studio, um, that as the makeup started to come off, that was part of well, Killjoy and Batty were turning mortal. They were turning human. So that would make sense because with the time factor of the touching up and you're shooting like 20 scenes in a day, yeah. like idiots like we are, um, you, you don't have time for even a 10 minute touch up. We got to go. You know, I mean, yeah. most yeah. of that gotta performance roll. was done in one take. The entire Batty Boop performance from the third film, fourth film, and the fifth film was mostly one take. I There were a couple times where we did a second and a third take, but because I know, because we were there and I know, you know, you know, you're working as an actor and you know what take and stuff like that and you're watching it and especially when you're only doing one take you're like jesus <laughs> like most of that uh 99 of that performance was one take holy crap i did a lot of preparation <laughs> i i am because <laughs> john would be like great we're moving on awesome we love to get victoria on the set because we can move we can we can yeah. shoot you know and that's good to have such a great team that you're able to do that and a director that you can do that with of course you know um yeah he I, knows i come in and i hit the ground running so yeah, he was ready yeah, for it but you don't screw around I had the great pleasure of working with uh, John Beekler on uh, on a film that awesome. unfortunately no one will ever see. Oh man, you <laughs> I, never know. I know it'll well, resurface. It'll resurface. You can't see me, listeners, but I'm but I'm praying a little bit. <laughs> um, I really hope you get to see it. Um, I won't mention the name of it because eh, you'll just go to IMDb and be like, "Why isn't this coming out?" You'll never see it. Uh, Leslie Easterbrook was in it, and nice. uh, Eileen Dietz and wow. um, Caroline Williams. Wow, what? I know. This right? is awesome. But uh, hey, you're you're, you're so going to say Debbie Vachon, and I'm going to start to get De- a Debbie, little irritated. Debbie was not in, unless they added her later, which they uh-huh. probably did. Like everyone was coming on board at one <laughs> point, but um, he did this great face prosthetic on me, and because I was they, it was an anthology, and I was nice. the lead in the you know the segment, and <laughs> I was battling a demon bunny, which was super cool. And the demon bunny at one point throws me uh, backwards into a pool, which ended up being my first real stunt, which was awesome. It, t- I got to tell you, I I was freaking terrified, I but bet. I finally did. And the and the director like kept yelling at me. He's like, you know, of course, just did. be professional, do it, just do it. And, and you're like, like, bitch, uh, we don't even have the insurance if I get paralyzed, you know? They did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have been toast for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, they had the they had a mat there. It was it was fine. He did all this really incredible, very intricate makeup on me, and just lightning fast. Just lightning fast. Mm-hmm. I love doing that stuff. Um, also, um, I love zombie stuff. I was a zombie for. Um, they had this huge Call of Duty event at the forum last year. Nice. They had a whole horde of us zombies that were chasing off the soldiers. We were inside this '80s retro nice. laser tag arena. Yes, it was the most fantastic oh, thing you could ever imagine. Um, we got in so many videos and they were like, we still message each other every once in a while because some article will, will pick it up, you know, doing oh, a, a thing on Call of Duty and they, um, that is so it was cool. incredible. Oh, man. I love that stuff so much. Is there anywhere to play laser tag in LA? Does I don't know. know. Is there? Because uh, that is so fun. Oh, Zig, do you know? Jesus, we gotta no, find out. We, we gotta, Google. we gotta find it out. Shit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've never, I've never played a laser tag in real life other than that. I, I haven't either, but it, that would be funny shit. <laughs> we all we all went up against each other at the end, of course. We that all, you know, so at the fun. end of our day, we got in there and played. 
It's absolutely amazing. That is um, so fun. That is so awesome. You know, I worked on a little independent short film that I don't even know whatever happened to it or even came out. You know, like there were so many things that I did before there was IMDb and even now that there is IMDb that have never shown up on the database because they were never finished or never released sure. or never nobody bothered to add it. Uh, I've done a few of those. Yes, I've done so. I mean, there literally are, you know, approximately a dozen or more. Um I've I've been around a long time. So it's been it's been crazy and even now just because you have worked on a film doesn't mean it's necessarily going to already be up there or get up there. You could work on it a couple of years ago and it's in post-production, it's going to festivals and it's still not it being submitted to festivals, but it's still not on IMDb. And so it's like, wait a minute, my, my page is never up to date. It's never correct. If things are wrong and you submit it to them, they ignore you. Like you got to get your representation involved and like, and it's just like, it's, ugh, IMDb. Uh, you don't have to preach to me. Um, I'm, I'm actually uh, perk self up. I'm actually an IMDb professional, or at least that's uh, what I've put on business cards. Um, I know far too much about all the intricacies of submitting new titles, and <laughs> I've done it for a long time. And you're absolutely right. The thing is, like, there are all these levels, and they they actually work on a point system. I'm going to bore you to death here, listeners. Everyone that you have attached to the project has a different point level, just like life, uh, including producers, directors, you know, all the all all cast and crew, right. and of course any company that you have attached. But if you're sure. even sometimes if you have names like Victoria here. And it's attached, but it's a company that no one's ever heard of or that's not already established on the database. Right. Sometimes the title administ administrators just kick it right out it. for no reason at all. And sometimes, as I've found through much trial and error, it depends on the title editor that actually sees it mm -hmm. when the project True. comes through. True. It's a whole thing. Okay. It I'll, is. Uh. <laughs> and, and also, I would just like to reiterate, too, even sometimes when information is incorrect— um, like if you get like a lot of times an uncredited role is absolutely feasible role if you were featured and your credit was not screen credit was not in your agreement it wasn't part of the deal it wasn't part of the conversation compensation but it was you agreed to do the uncredited role you did it you got your paycheck and you went home or whatever that is a real thing it's a featured generally quote unquote like role but some featured roles can speak whatever it, it, it depends however Sometimes there's a mistake when there actually is a screen credit. You can take a picture of it on your TV. You can take a screen capture of your call sheet and send it to them because they'll require those proof, that kind of proof. Yep. And then they still won't change it. And it's like the most frustrating thing in the world. I'm going to the car wash and the woman is recognizing me on the show that she just saw <laughs> going like, are you on TV? Are you an actress? Are you on yeah. TV? Are you on like this TV series? And it's like, you know, when you do a lot of things, you don't know when things are getting released. And it's like the woman at the car wash is giving me a free wax because you saw me on the show, but fucking IMDb won't change the fact yeah. that my role was a credited role. Cole Needham <laughs> won't give you the time of day. It's crazy. But yeah. like old films, sometimes when they don't go anywhere, they don't get on there. And it was like this short film that I was doing when time you were saying about a stunt where the guy was like just do it worked on something like that where the director was like there's a fight scene there's a guy stalking me i'm in my kitchen and he comes in this big fight or whatever and he takes me out and he drags me through the kitchen it had a sliding glass door where there was a patio and a pool so he was going to come in attack me take me out and drag me drown me in the pool so this guy wanted me <laughs> to be attacked from behind go flying through <laughs> The sliding glass door, which was not a candy glass uh, gag prop door, was a real 
glass door and into the pool where this guy was gonna actually drown drown me. And I was like, the the fuck I am. Oh shit! No way. I was like, the fuck I am, or whatever. It was like a crazy chance. It was yeah. So sometimes you know those directors like, just do it. Just come on. You're you're a professional. You should do it. I'm not a professional stunt player. You fucking idiot. Yeah, big difference. Yeah, that's that's why they do that for a living. (laughs) Yes, and they're very. Lots of money to break their neck. Yes, and they're very trained. I worked on a film last week that was really fantastic that was a horror action film, and the stunts in it were incredible. And, like, the stunt choreographer and the lead stuntman and the stunt players were fucking amazing. And these people train, and men and women were on the set, and these people train, like, in this. Like, this is what they do for a living, and they train, like, all the time in it. So to ask an actor, like, come on, be a professional, just do it. I'm a professional actor, motherfucker. Difference, different from yeah. a professional stunt player. I mean, listen, I'm shameless. I am uh, as like, courageous a nerd <laughs> as I can possibly be. But especially after that experience, it's just like I'm, yeah, you know. I and gotta, I'm like, for I gotta how much? wake up to live another day. Yeah, yeah. of and course. It like, yeah, it's like, well, and how oh, much are you going to bump me for doing this and skill? Let me and tell like, you about no. the, like, the okay. pay situation on that yes. film was <laughs> as a whole other podcast. <laughs> You, get, you would get two Dumble oh. fingers from Victoria Demar and seeing yeah. her ass that you could wish you could kiss on the way out. Pretty That's much. What you would say. It was. It was uh, <laughs> pretty. Pretty raw. Ooh, raw. Oh, by the way, I have a new hard rock single entitled Raw, available now on iTunes and Apple Music. I planned that. Shameless ABP always be promoting. That's right. Exactly. Werewolf in a woman's prison. Oh, now we're talking classic, <laughs> classic. One of your best. Thank you. One of the most fun. One of the most fun. You know, it's it's unbelievable that that film is still popular in its little cult genre after so many years. And we've done a whole series now. We've done Dracula in a Women's Prison, which is the follow-up, and Frankenstein in Women's Prison. There was a discussion about Mummy <laughs> in a Women's Prison where... Uh, John Lechago, who was not involved with this feature series, who um, wrote and directed uh, Killjoy Psycho Circus and Killjoy the Demon Clown and Killjoy Goes to Hell, <laughs> wanted to take over the helm and be you know, he pitched this big, like, oh, my God, I'm Victoria as the mummy, and it's going to be this incredible thing. <laughs> and um, and it got shot down or whatever. The The producers were really married to doing just the, the having the, the trilogy and hopefully releasing it as a you know a set and the whole thing. And, and we were like, yeah, but you could you got, you got to do the bookend of the four like Universal monsters in there. But um, it's always a possibility, you know, never say never. But um, I'm very 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 excited about Dracula in a women, women's prison. It, it's the perfect follow up because it's comedy. It's horror comedy. There, there is horror in it where there's, I mean, there aren't rims, I mean, like limbs and things flying around. Darn. Like people getting ripped apart, like in the first one, which was really great. But there are horror moments and blood spraying around and, and, and things happening of that nature, but not as, as much. There's just more comedy in this one. It's like, it's it's so funny. I mean, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's one of the funniest movies that I've ever seen, where it's like, and that has nothing to do with me in it. I'm saying the, the film, the standalone film as, as itself. Like, I love feature film series where each film is a standalone film because then you can enjoy it in any genre of a film fan that you are. You, you're not lost. You know, you know what's going on. And even if you haven't seen the other films and you don't know the story. So this is a standalone film. It, it is so funny. It almost borders on spoof, but it's not spoof. Spoof something else, as you know, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. in, in, in the comedic genre. But it is, it's everything that you were hoping that the follow-up would be and more. So that's all I can say about it, that like they're, 
There's more comedy than there is gore and horror. Um, there are tons and tons and tons, more so in this film, of hot naked chicks running around. Yes. Um, and it, Frankenstein in, um, in a woman's prison is also the perfect like final chapter in, in the series. Um, and you also see Victoria get involved in a very fun Victoria's Sandwich threesome Ooh. between um, uh, Puma Swede, who is a gigantic porn star, um, myself and Gin and Tonic, who is a fantastic actress who also appears um, in Dracula in a Women's Prison. She was not in the first one. The only one who's in the first one that's in the second two are, is me. Awesome. So, I'm the only one. As it should be. Yes. <laughs> so, and I and I play a different part in the third one. I don't play Doctor Frankenstein. Um, I play a different part in 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 that feature, and it, it it's a fun. It's a totally different part for me, and it's a really fun way to to see me in in the film in that way. Um, in Dracula in a, in a Woman's Prison, though, I play both <laughs> of the main parts, both of the sisters. There's a sister situation, and I play both. And only because I was cast as one of the sisters, not um, both. But there was a situation where the night before, uh, the actress that someone didn't want to, I can't remember between the director, I think the director didn't want to hire her, but the producer was like, we got to get her. And then they hired her, and the night before, she backed out. Like, literally the night before, like our full schedule of our two-week shoot or whatever it was. And literally, like, the director is a really, really good friend of mine and colleague of mine, Jeff Leroy, who is amazing, I think is is a genius, um, <laughs> called me and was like, I fucking told Nick, man. I fucking told him not to hire that girl. Like, and if you know Jeff Leroy, you'll appreciate that voice. Because um, he was like, he's like, Victoria. <laughs> Do you think you could do both parts? You know, I told I didn't want her, man. I told her just get Victoria. I told him for the guy. We gotta just get Victoria, man. And so, and I was like, Jeff, anything for you. And we just went with it, um, with wigs and one sister's tattooed, the other sister's not tattooed. One's with the darker <laughs> auburn reddish hair, edgy. One's blonde, blonde but wears black, pink. Blue fucking little pixie. Jamie, we got a Jamie Lee Curtis because I love Jamie Lee Curtis style wig that I was in there because we were trying to do a play on Alias with her because she's investigating what's happening to her sister, and it was just it just became this whole thing and the whole her whole demeanor and her whole thing. They were sisters, but they were night and day, and it was one of these things when we were shooting this and we were shooting it really fast. Again, we were shooting it like. I don't know, one of those 20 to 25 scenes a day, kind of like Edward style <laughs> filmmaking. Um, that, that uh, like, I was like, man, I'm going to go down in history as either the worst actress who has ever lived, if I can't pull this shit off, or like, wow, goddamn, like, she pulled it off. Like, she's actually a really good actress. And I was just holding my breath the whole time, going, like, what am I doing? Like, and I would go home at night and be like, what, preparing, like, what am I doing? Should I even be doing this? Like, what am I doing? I don't even know if I can do this. Like, am I, am I, am I doing it? Because I would be like, am I different? Because we would get a stand in to come and stand and put the wig on me that was my same height. And then I would do the other sister. And then we'd go back and we'd do the scene again as the other way. And I was literally doing it like that, back to back, and just in and out of makeup and just changing it up. So I'm going, what's happening? Like, is this even working? And Jeff's like, it's great. We're going with it. Because time-wise, he's like, oh, my God, we gotta, we have to keep shooting. So it was it was one of those films. I will never forget the making those three films. Um, 
I've been approached in bars and parties and restaurants and the car wash was the other lady on the other TV show. But people who have seen <clears throat> Werewolf in a Woman's Prison in Los Angeles, I live in Los Angeles, and um, who have approached me and said, were you in a film called Werewolf in a I Woman's Prison? I think I've seen you somewhere before. <laughs> in a Women's Prison. That is so amazing. I and I can't I can't wait to see all of the the Thank upcoming you. iterations. Um Dracula should be released this year, but I don't have a release date yet. There were was there was a rumor that I was going to have one and we're we're having a screening in a big uh party for the release soon, but I don't have an actual date, but it is it is a 2017 uh release, I believe. So, you know, it, it, we're we're just we're kind of still mid. I'm holding on to the mid getting to end of May. So, I mean, it's 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 pretty it's 99% sure that it's going to be 2017. Excellent. I, when Puma comes back into town, we're going to launch this shit and party down. That's what I was yeah. told. So, Puma, come back, baby. You better believe it. <laughs> um, well, Victoria. Did I take up all your time just on that You film? totally <laughs> did. No, no. This is, it's absolutely great. I'm just, I'm in awe of all the, the projects that you did. Um, I'm all about sister action. So, I thank you for telling me all about that. Can't wait to see it. Please, everyone, go out and pick up. What did you say? I'm so sorry. Your, your single? That oh, is yeah. I have lots of, um, I have a, a, my first digital album, Can You Not Tell, it was released in September. 2016 that's out and it's available everywhere um, you can get this a 14 track album you can get the singles you can get the album itself and, and in addition to that in 2017 I released a separate single uh, a hard rock track called Raw um, that is available everywhere you download and stream your music uh, Apple, iTunes Spotify, Amazon, everywhere it's it's uh, independent of the album the album is a pop rock album so but I I mean I have all kinds of stuff on there from pop dance to punk rock to jazz there's a there's a hidden um, bonus track on there that's a jazz trio Ooh. I mean I, I write and compose and perform it all so Check those out. <laughs> you're not just a triple threat. You're like all of the threats. Yeah, like I'm all. all that's it, baby. Happening, going <laughs> that's on. my next tattoo. I'm all of the threats, that's bitch. Right. That's it. That's gonna be my next tattoo. So. And where can people find you? I know they oh. can find you pretty much everywhere. Online. Um, com was my longstanding website, but it's turning into VictoriaDemar.com is being released uh, this year. And actually, I have to go <laughs> check the last proof so we can actually launch this. Um, uh, site for my webmaster, so I apologize on that. But um, you can check that out. I'm on uh, Twitter uh, at Victoria Demar. I'm on Instagram at Victoria Demar. I'm on Facebook at the Victoria Demar. Um, as a people page, I'm at my friend request limit at 5,000. But every once in a while, two or three, four people will drop off, and then people send requests all the time, and I just add the people who are next in line or whatever so send a request anyway because when people drop out you know I, I mostly I mostly add all all fans and such to that but um and the Batty Boob Doll on the album and the single and also the Black Room that was playing in theaters um is now available on DVD and Blu-ray and it'll be um premiering on video on demand I believe June 3rd so check that out as well excellent pick all of that up all of you yes you listening to me do it. Yes, and <laughs> Hustler Magazine is also still available, too. Not on stands anymore. It was the January 2017 issue um, with Danielle Harris, Penny Suicide, Aaron Marie Hogan, and myself. We were the feature six-page spread in the magazine, but you remember it's a spread. <laughs> yeah, okay, um, but it's not that kind of spread, although I, I do I do give you some, some goodies to look at in it. But um, it, it is not on stands anymore, it, but you can get it still through the website. Um, and if you if you pick up that issue and you, you send me that issue to my fan club PO box I will sign it for you for free and send it back and same with the Batty Boop dolls when they come out 
and they're available. If you buy one and you send it to me, you know, with the return stamped envelope and shipping or whatever, I'll sign that shit for you for free. Because um, if you catch me at a convention, you're going to get charged for it. <laughs> Once again, I will I will have you back and have you sign all of the things for sure. You're going to be one of those guys that's always DVDs. I, I love I those am. guys. I'm going to I'm going to have a, a giant Santa Claus bag yes. just uh, I love those hauling guys. it in, trying to get it through the door. You know, I know they do that. They bring all their DVDs. They bring their scratch with them. They're like, Victoria, can you sign all this too? And they bring like all this stuff with them in a bag. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm that guy. For sure. Well, thank you so much, Victoria DeMar. Thank you. Got it right this time. Um, And never again. I'll never get it wrong again. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Did we get everything on your list or did we miss a whole bunch? Oh, who knows? I just, (laughs) you know, I write things down and it just goes how it goes. I... (laughs) Was there any question you wanted to ask me that you didn't get to ask that was like a pending thing oh, where you were like, wow. oh, God, I, I wanted to ask her? I don't um, – I mean, I want to talk to you about uh, working with Charles Band. Mm. Uh, that, that'll that be on the next – the next That's the next episode, next, episode next baby. Trip. That's it. Listeners, of course, you can uh, find the show at all the places. Uh, subscribe and listen to the show on friendorfopod.com and across all social media at friendorfopod. That's F-A-U-X. And you can find me, Devlin Wilder, at all the places at Devlin Wilder, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you on the next one. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.